ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Spirit and Steinberg Podcast. Right here with Spears. How y'all feel out there? Ben Butler here. Good evening. Bartholomew Carrington III. Ten dollars a lot of money. Yeah. What time is it? Game time. Bug Space. Kick it. So, Andy, this might be me uh, walking on thin, frozen ice, and I can hear the ice crackling underneath my feet. But I wasn't laying in bed yesterday, because I really don't have an old Steve, but I thought about this, uh, and I'm going to keep it based on your reaction. Um, I'm watching Men in Black, and you know that device they use to erase your memory where they put the light in your, the thing in your face and tell you, look into this. And then you hear, and the memory is gone. Uh, you know who would be their biggest customers who would buy these things the most if they were a real life device? No. Nah, uh-huh. Ma'am, look into this. Oh my God. What happened to me? Where am, why am I naked? My clothes all over the floor. Who are you? Oh, Steve. <laughs> Steve ain't gonna like it. I'll let you guys fill in the blanks. That was that was the Matt Theater of the Mind. B. Jackson. Subject CTFU cutting the fuck up. Hey, yo, I'm listening to the beginning of the pod, uh, and I'm at the office cracking up just at the intro, two minutes into the damn pod, and the intro has me dying like, Aries, you're a fool. I'm laughing in a quiet-ass office. They are looking at me like, mm, are you okay? What's up, Andy? That's all. Ooh, I'm telling you, more. start reading, boy. Yeah. He's starts- we didn't even eat anything. Right. Uh, that's all. Thanks for the laughs, as always. B. Uh, you want to thank B? Yeah, man. Thanks for uh, writing in. You said, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, man. Not like, yeah, man. But, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for writing oh, okay. in. I appreciate that. Yeah. Now, here's a real... Uh, I appreciate the what's up. Okay. Here's a real, yeah, man. I thought I didn't know you were going to comment and you had anything to say, so I was giving you that, oh, that okay. window. All right. Okay. This is from Des Sal. Subject, LGBTMFQ. What's really good, A&A? My name is Desiree. I'm a 29-year-old lesbian from upstate New York, but currently reside in Florida. Ha, ha, ha. Steve, you know what to do. It's raining there. Been an avid listener since episode 86. I believe, and instantly was hooked. On a recent episode, there's a new comic in town, the woman Carmen Soto. I grew up the same fucking way down to the T. I couldn't tell you how many times trying to explain to men in particular that I don't want to be a man. I just love the style and swag men have. Just like Carmen, my influences were my uncles and father. I grew up listening to Wu-Tang 
and wanted to dress like a like Ray and Ghost fly ass motherfuckers. Incidentally, let me stop reading real quick. Uh, when I sent that post out on Instagram about the Mount Rushmore of rappers and the three spots were taken by Biggie, Jay-Z, and Nas, and I said, who's the fourth spot going to? And there was a blank spot with a question mark over the stone face or what the stone would have been. And like one or two people said ghost face killer. And I said, nah, yo, you cannot put a nigga in that position who uses a cartoon sound effect verbally in a rhyme. Ghostface one time said pune. <laughs> that nigga said, yo, when I be doing such and such and such, and that be going like pune. Yo, you, 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 you Dude, creative wrong? is a motherfucker, but come on, man. But what's wrong with pune? It's like a nigga saying zoink. You can't use cartoon verbiage Dude, in a rhyme. I dare you to do do your DMX, but use a zoink in it. Um. Then we walked up in the spot. I flashed them guns, put it to niggas next, so they get the point. Motherfucker got ghosts like zoink. <laughs> <laughs> See, it can be done. Niggas know I'm a danger when I enter the room. Urgh. I get the growling, and niggas be like, pew. That's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous, nigga. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> perfect. Oh, that's ridiculous. Um, Fly-ass motherfuckers. Anyway, just to get to the meat of it all, I watched Dave Chappelle's recent stand-up, and honestly, I don't know what the fuss is about. Uh, when it comes to the trans community and my community, what the fuck are y'all? A bunch of prudes? Laugh a little. I recently heard another comedian, Flame Monroe, speak on, you know who that is? Transgender comedian. Uh, Tiffany Hedge had her on the, uh, they, they ready, they ready special on Netflix. Um, speak on this, considering she's a trans woman. And uh, the quote is, you got to take the good with the bad. We're looking at this all wrong. This is a comedian's job and their art as the old saying goes, and it's their art, as the old saying goes. If you don't like what you see on a TV, turn that shit off. I'm just mad at my own community for getting so butthurt about something so little. And there's a bigger problem that we face in our community. It's a waste of time, in my opinion, to be mad at someone who makes a living off jokes and creativity and their perspective. But that's just me. Damn, I appreciate that. Thank you, fella. I actually really appreciate it. And I, 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 I know you do too. I, I, I know you do too, but I really appreciate it because I like the acknowledgement that there's so much more going on. And, and you made that point yesterday. Yeah. And there is. And, and so I really, I do appreciate that. Um, and you know what? I'm not, I'm I go back to the other Dave joke that got him in trouble, but you know, there's mm -hmm. the car and it's full of the, you know, Right. All the other letters are in the car, right? And kind of mad at the T because they know this ride is taking longer than it should. It should have to, right? Um, but the T for issues like this that you're saying, it just it does slow down the process, man. We can get there. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna get there. All of us together are gonna get there eventually. I and you know I'm Mister Captain America, as you call me, and positive dun, dun, about dun, the dun. shit. But we'll we'll get there. But you can't just slow down just a second. Give people a chance to catch up. And I like that some of the criticism is coming from within. It, 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 you know, it, it needs it, it, to. It needs to, you know. Because uh, no, nothing better than when you get checked by your own. You know what I mean? Make that shit quick and fast. A quick pune point. <laughs>
<laughs> this pune's gonna say this. That's the name of this podcast. Is pune? Pune. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Steve's gonna have to figure out how to spell pune. And, and I and when I and when I and when I responded to the person uh, who wrote that in the, in my uh, Instagram page, I was like, "Yo, how you spell pune?" And I thought, "P, you got to put a U in there." Yeah. And then like eight O's and 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 pune. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell Steve. Make sure he puts eight O's. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. Uh, Frank Williams, scary movie trivia: the new Halloween movie, which I hear is excellent. I did too. And then, did you send me that? The or did I send it to you? I think you sent it to me. Yeah, that it's a it's 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 a phobic. It, oh, I showed you that. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're saying that because uh, I guess he kills a gay couple in it. Mike Myers is homophobic. They had a gay couple in the movie. I, I would think that you would want to be, in terms of equality, honored. So that's what I'm to saying. To be die as a gay couple. Here, here we go. So the movie uh, itself. Yeah, Mike Myers. Slice me another crack. I want two ass cracks. Slice me in my cheeks. Give me two ass cracks. So... The movie is real, right? The movie is actually hollow. It's called Halloween Kills, right? Yes. The movie's real. The, at the, 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 there's characters on the screen which are not real. They're just characters, right? Right. And they're portrayed as two gay characters. They could, the, 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 the couple could be gay or not. Right. We don't know. Mike Myers definitely does not exist. It's a character. Fictitious. So the reality is that. The movie is real and included gay characters. Equality. Equality. But the fake part, which is the characters and the characterization, that's what they're complaining about. Even though the equality took place by being put in the movie, but we're going to extrapolate that and pull it out. And now the movie is racist because we've actually included gay characters in a movie that's never had the gay characters in it before. You know, okay. The LGTB community, God bless you. I love you. <clears throat> but you're taking the fun out of the party. You 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 come and teach geometry, geometry at a cocaine party. Just sniff the coke and relax. <laughs> I hate the time for geometry, nigga. God damn. Um oh, did I read it? Okay. Frank Williams, scary movie trivia, the new Halloween movie. What a A Boogie and Andreas. I gotta love that. A Boogie and Andreas. If we ever if we ever become movie producers, that's the company. A Boogie. And A Boogie and Andreas production. I'll take that. I'll take that. Hope all is well. Real short email. I hear you guys are movie buffs. So I got a few scary movie trivia questions for you and the listeners. But before I go there, the new Halloween movie was fire. Let me know your thoughts on that. And if you haven't watched it, incidentally, we're in Orlando next week. Why don't we go do that? What, go the, to the movies. Yeah, we can do that. Because we'll right, cool. we need something to do out there. Yeah. Uh, can't just be fucking pussy all day. I wanted to see that 007 when we were out here. but it I want to see that too. It didn't start till too late and we wouldn't have enough time right. to get ready. All right. Baldwin. James Baldwin. Uh, let me know your thoughts on that. If you haven't watched it, uh, find some time just like I'm finding time to watch The Sopranos. I'm still on episode one. What? 
Um, I really don't see what the big fuss at this moment, LOL. Don't kick me off the island. We're just going to kick you off the island. We're just going to take you for a ride. Do you, you know, does he realize that everybody who hasn't seen The Sopranos is still on episode one, too? Right. Yeah, everybody's on episode yeah. one. <laughs> well, wait till you get the fucking season two, season three. I mean, a fucking thing picks up. But if you say you don't want to fucking see the thing or you want to be kicked off the island, well, arrange it. Pussy will knock on your door, take you for a little ride, <laughs> tell you you're going somewhere nice. And the next thing you know, you don't come home to the wife and the kids. <laughs> you're standing on some plastic. You're standing on plastic. Um... Any, any, anyone, a few questions. Um, anyone, a few questions. You meant to say anyway, a few questions. Um, on Friday the 13th, did Jason, on what Friday the 13th did Jason get his hockey mask? Two. Three. Two, I thought. Two. I thought it was three. It could be three. I, I, I know three. it wasn't one because on one he's no. wearing the. Uh, I think he wears the, the, the satchel or whatever the fuck. The, the bag. It was the like bag yeah. with the one eye hole yeah. in the first two. I think he gets his mask on three. Um, which nightmare on Elm Sheet? And I'm gonna ask, have Andy answer this? Since, I don't know. I can see you know? it. Right I don't. And he's one of your favorite actors. He, he is. But I, what I, nightmare on Elm Street did Lawrence Fishburne have a small role in? You don't know. I don't. I don't remember. The best one of the franchise, Dream Warriors number three. Dream Warriors is the shit. Uh, where did the movie Child's Play, the first Chucky movie, take place in? And what was Chucky's full name? I don't know the full name. And I'm unsure about the city, but I think it was Chicago. Um, I don't know. I think, no, no. Dude, his full name was Chucky Leroy Thompson. <laughs> last, last question. I know I'm jumping. What was the name of the gym Rocky trained in in Rocky Three? The nigga gym. With all them niggas in there. When he went there and, you know... Fucking Apollo took him to the to the ghetto, and it was a thousand greasy niggas in there, which would never happen in real life. Every nigga looked like a wet Snickers bar. <laughs> they even had the one shot of the pimp dude go see the scene who just walks by with the shades, and he got the fedora and the turtleneck. This nigga's clearly a hustler. And he don't even look like he belong in there. That's see, that's white folks doing that shit. Like white people, that's I know th th their perception of us. Sylvester Stallone wrote those movies. Yeah, but a white he white man. I'm just saying. Okay, white perception. Hey, yo, you know you gotta have this scene with a bunch of greasy <laughs> niggas. You know, it's got because you're taking Adrian down there, Paulie. You know the white wife. She's got to be scared. You know. She's going to want Rocky to protect her because there's a bunch of greasy, shiny, wet Snickers bars in there. A couple of mounds, a couple of nutty niggas. They're wet, you know? Hey, Rocco, aren't you scared? Yeah, hey, you know, I'm a little bit nervous, but, you know, I'm the Italian stallion. I'll beat the shit out of all these guys, you know? Hey, yo, Rocco! I'll kick the shit out of all these niggas. You got to have a pimp to hustler. We know that's how black people roll, you know? Right. I appreciate you guys. Look at all these niggas, Rocco. <laughs> it's a lot of wet candy in here, Rocco. Dude, 
that should be a skit that you do for like some some show. Do you? I, it'll get kicked off whenever you do it. Hey, yo, Mick. I know when we used to train back at your gym, Mickey's. You know, you maybe had one or two dockies, but there's a lot of niggas in here. I'm not training you no more, Rock. These niggas are gonna train you. These fucking filthy apes. All right, hey guys. After you train me, I got like a million bananas in the car. We're going to all hang out and have a banana peel party. Dude, if you did that, uh, I, I think we're, we'll, we'll be permanently canceled for, uh, forever <laughs> if we do it. Nah, because you talk about black folks. You know, we, we, you know, if the joke's on us, stick around. Dude, just what's, call it what's going on in Rocky's head. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, Rocco. You can talk about the niggas all day, but the minute you talk about the transgenders, you're finished, kid. I don't really know what a transgender is. Last time I drove one, I had engine trouble. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's Trans Am, kid. Oh, what's the difference? All right. Uh, I appreciate you guys taking the time to read just not my email, but from people all over. Stay true to yourself and let the podcast grow. Yeah, here, yeah, here. I didn't proofread either. Some sentences may not have traffic lights or stop signs. LMAO. Appreciate that, Frank Williams. It, it read pretty good. Yeah, you know, got a couple of good jokes in there. Uh, PLLP, gangster movies. Uh, sup? I just listened to the recent review of the new Soprano movie, and honestly, that movie was a letdown. But so has every other gangster movie been in the last 10 years, even Scorsese with an all-star crew with the Irishman, Mr. Mark. Told you. Gandolfini's son was as was ass and had a punchable face. He reminded me of Andy Steinberg. <laughs> 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 well, the difference is Gandolfini's son already has a credit and I don't. Well, there you go. <laughs> trying to get into college. Okay, you go with shit like this. Uh, so what's the last classic crime movie y'all have watched released in the last 10 years? God damn, son. Why don't you pull that span down about two years? Nigga, we've seen them all the same ones multiple times in 10 years because I'm struggling to come up with one. Really? Sincerely, Leroy Jenkins. Um, dude, 10 years is a huge span, man. I've I've rewatched uh Black Mask. Um I recently saw Donnie Brasco again. Um Cacique, uh, Goodfellas was on the other night. Yeah, man. Goodfellas, you gotta watch it every single time it comes on. All yeah, right. man. You gotta stop what you're doing. And I gotta get I gotta have something Italian in my face shoved in my mouth. I, you know, some sort of <laughs> pasta. <laughs> I'm glad you don't hang out with a lot of Italian dudes. <laughs> right, right, right. Whoa, fucking the shine. You want something in your mouth, kid? All you got to do is fucking ace. Um, sausage and peppers, man. I want sausage and peppers. You ever had a good sausage and pepper sandwich? Hoagie? Like that real I'm, Italian sausage, nigga. I love Italian. The Italian sausage sandwich is good. I, I like it with sauce. I like it with a little cheese, but I don't like... A lot of peppers because I get like uh, with a heartburn yeah. and shit. Yeah, I don't even eat the peppers too. I, I just did generally do it with a little bit of onions, <coughs> Italian sausage. You gotta gotta you gotta have a good bread. 
and some Tabasco sauce. And I'm good, baby. But when they cook, I don't put cheese on that. Don't put cheese on that. When they cook it, you don't put a little Parmesan cheese. Nah, Ooh, yo, miss nah. That. You gotta just have that sausage, that 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 the flavor of that sausage in your mouth. But when they cook it with the peppers, you still get that pepper taste, but you don't get the the, the heartburn. I wish I liked the texture of peppers. I don't, I don't like, the, like texture. the texture, man. And and and, and green peppers taste like dirt. Mm. <laughs> All right. Um. <clears throat> Wolverine Weapon X, uh, episode 300. Uh, what up, Uncle Aries and Andy? Congrats on 300 episodes. I came aboard around the Ice Tea episode and been riding ever since. I seen the Dave Chappelle special on Netflix and it was fire. And I agree with everything you both said about Dave's specials. Dave isn't in my top five comedians, but six to 10, definitely. My top five are prior, understandable. Murphy, understandable. Bernie Mac, see that. Yeah. Now here's where I, you lose me a little bit. Robin Harris and Earthquake. I don't mean mine Earthquake, because Earthquake is a powerhouse on stage. But Robin Harris over Dave Chappelle. Dude, Robin Harris at his time was fucking hysterical. You know, man. listen, man. Again, I think certain comedians are better in movies than stand-up and vice versa. I thought he was great in movies. Robin's stand-up to me feels dated. And it never, to me, really popped that much, even when he did it. Dude, I remember we wore that CD, <clears throat> we wore that CD out just listening to it over and over. We laughed our fucking ass Really? Up. And it was, uh, it was back when I was at, uh, in, in Arizona. And we were all college age. And the crew was mixed. We were all, all different from everywhere. And so I'm saying... Everywhere, white kids, Jewish kids, black kids, and we all listened to that. We all found it to be fucking funny. But but as kids, a fart is funny. Nah. So but, anything with cursing and adult talk, dude, that that piccolo player that still holds up to you. The, the piccolo player joke does, but that's an old school joke. That piccolo, right. uh, that that just is funny. I mean, and it was just funny. <clears throat> He's you. It does. I don't think it holds up today. I don't think a, a new audience would gravitate to that right. at all. But right. at that moment, at that moment in time, if he didn't, if he didn't die, I think he would have been. Uh, he would. He would have been something special that would have came along. I think he would have. And he. He was. He was crossing over. And that. That Oprah joke where he goes, Oprah only has to put this much, this much water in the bathtub, fill the whole thing up, overflow. Right. It was just these little jokes. They were just like they were, you know, you talk about quick hitters, like just those big right. that's what he did. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying that I put him in the top five either, but yeah. I'm still a fan of Robin Harris. Um, I know comedy is subjective, but that's my five. Lastly, the dude calling Dave overrated is probably a Corey Holcomb fan. <clears throat> Wiping the cum from his face from dick eating anything Corey Holcomb says. <gasps> Uh, oh goddamn! It's like a, a, a calypso band playing in my stomach right now. And I have no idea what calypso sounds like, but Dave is one of the greatest. I'm looking forward to another 300 episodes from the Spears and Steinberg podcast. Be safe, fellas. Um, he said something on. Oh, you know who who's shitted on Dave a lot who's a fellow comedian, says he's not funny and overrated. And I'm. I, it almost saddens me that he did it because I thought he, I think this dude's funny, especially in movies. Uh, Faison, 
Yeah, Faison has always... Faison does not like Dave, man. It's always had a beef with Dave. And I don't know, I don't why. know why. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you ever... Have you ever worked with Faison as a comedian? No. Because I only know him for movies. I don't know right. his... Con- I don't know his stand-up. Right. Is he funny? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. He is. Yes. Is he funny enough that he can say no. something about Dave no. that way? No. No. Okay. But, but then you're also robbing him <clears throat> of his subjective opinion. Yeah. But this doesn't feel like it's coming from a place of, I'm just critiquing. No, it sounded a little mean. Like there's a, yeah, a, little, like a, there's a personal. There. Yeah. Right. I think uh, I heard, and I didn't get the whole thing, but uh, Monty Love said something about Dave, too. Negative? Yeah. You know, the, not... She just she didn't defend him. She she looked at it as Dave should have should have handled it differently. It's, it's she, of, she she might have her own agenda as she's trying to move up the higher parts of the ladder. So to say some stupid shit like that. Listen, man. Again, I know it's subjective. So technically, what I'm saying, you know, I'm not, I don't mean to make it sound like it's a law because it's subjective. But I think you're crazy if you don't see the genius in that man. Like when you look at all his specials. I think it's crazy that you don't see that. Dude, I, I I'm have said that I think Dave is doing more with comedy than anybody else, including Richard Pryor, who's always <clears throat> been my hero, but I always will give Pryor the credit for putting out the blueprint. Dave has taken it to another level. Yeah. And that's that's where I stand, and I'm going to stand on that uh, forever as far in, in, until I'm proven wrong. Right. Um, uh, okay, Justin Welch. The pest. Hey man, I managed. I, mes- I messaged you earlier on Instagram, and you told me to move the question here so it can make it on the podcast. So here it is. I grew up watching the pest over and over when I was a kid. I watched it recently and saw one of my favorite scenes where Pestario and Chubby Chubs uh, kill the two white boys with the speakers in the jeep. In that scene, there is a '90s booty rap song playing. It has been years since I saw the movie. But nostalgia hit me like a truck, and I was back singing the intro again, using catchphrases from the movie, etc. But the song, the one with the Jeep, keeps sticking in my mind, so I looked it up. Turns out Romany Malco wrote this song. At least every reference to the song that I could find said he did. Did Romany write this song for the movie? Was it an original song of his? Also, how did John Leguizamo get a hold of it? What was the connection here? Odd question, I know, but curiosity has gotten the better of me. Look forward to hearing your answer on the podcast. Romany Malco and John Leguizamo were good friends. So, and what was interesting was uh, Paul Miller, who was a a regular uh, sketch TV director, had directed several episodes of Mad TV. He's directed Saturday Night Live and Live in Color. Um, Both, both, uh, Romany and I uh, were at the same, we, we met at the audition same day for that part. Um, and I, when, he, I, when I knew he was John's friend, I thought he was going to get the part because he was John's friend. But Paul Miller wanted me, so they cast me. But since John and Romany, Romani or Romany were cool, he, he gave the music. So that's how that happened. Um, A little bit of trivia there, Edith there. Uh, Christopher Nolan pure uncut Detroit cocaine nigga yo Aries it's your boy Chris from Memphis and I just listened to the last episode and heard y'all talk about Gil Hill he was a wild boy man lol 
It's a trip seeing how his character was on Beverly Hills Cop to unearthing his corrupt behavior in real life. Yes, he was a real police officer in Detroit, just like in the movies, but then was the president of the Detroit City Council. From the documentaries and stuff that I've watched, it looked like he started feeling himself after his Beverly Hills role. A couple things you definitely need to watch are White Boy Rick, the movie. Andy and I saw that. Um, and then White Boy, the documentary. That might be interesting, which I've never seen. White Boy Rick is a whole other crazy story, but the documentary delves deeper into Gil and his corruption and how he got involved in Rick's case and his stay in jail. Gangs, hitmen, payoffs, sex, and loads of fucking money. It's got it all, and it's an insane fucking story, man. Watch it. Matter of fact, I don't have to watch it because I'm sitting next to the real white boy Rick, nigga. And some of us Memphis, some of us Memphians got some sense, nigga, how much that CD was. I'll see your ass at Chuckles Chris from Memphis. Um, I want to see the doc. Yeah, because the, the movie was there's garbage. There's more to him than that. There yeah. is way more to him than you that. You didn't like that movie, did you? It was all right, but it just didn't go anywhere because it, he got in trouble. He shouldn't have gotten in trouble for what he got in trouble for. And so there's more to the story, and that's right. what I want to know. Right. Um, I mean, he should have gotten in trouble. I'm not saying that he got it, but the way that they make it and how long they send him away for, there's right. more to the story. <clears throat> right. Um, yeah, dude, I just... I, I, you guys probably heard me say it to Andy yesterday on the podcast that they were doing like an Eddie Murphy uh, Beverly Hills Cop marathon. And uh, man, some of the greatest, that scene where Eddie goes in to ask for uh, some some more flash money. And he said, uh, I'm going to grind your ass in the dog meat. Deal, I have a dog meat ass. Uh, I'm going deep, deep, deep undercover. I'm going so deep, you pays me be excellent and I be... Just, I'm tired of your bullshit, Axel. I wonder who's the better. Uh, damn. You know what? If we hadn't picked the, uh, you go fuck yourself, convict. We could have used Gil Hills. Don't think, Axel. It makes my dick itch. <laughs> <laughs> we could have used that one. Fuck. But either one is good. They're both good. Yeah. Um, anything other than what you said? No. Uh, Dono Boys, Chappelle Audience Equalizer. Aries, I'm going to give you a list as opposed to the typical... I, I'm going to give you a list as opposed to the typical essay format. Here we go. One, I adore, absolutely adore Queen Latifah. Wanted so desperately to like the show, but it's not palatable. palatable. She's too old and too heavy. This isn't body shaming. I, too, am a heavy sister. Oh, this is from a, 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 a woman. Oh, even the shots of her gun, even the shots of her running looked awkward. Um, see, let me stop. But you see, and, and I swear, I believe most people can see what's obvious. But when you say shit like this, you get in trouble. It looks ridiculous. It's network TV, though. I know, but it looks ridiculous. It does, but that's what ne network TV... I don't believe that this thick woman with these huge tits can body slam a nigga, beat him up, and, and subdue him. I don't believe it. You're asking a lot for yeah, me to believe you know, that. That's fair of you to say that because when I brought up 
Sh- uh, Charlize Theron in the, right. uh, that other movie. You, that's the same critique that you had for the movie. I can't believe this skinny bitch. Yeah, man. Is could be able to take on all the, yeah. So let it, me tell you something. Now, if we won't be real, but we know TV is about glamour and look, looking good. Now I know some, some, some bitches in the hood, nigga, that beat the shit out of nigga, but they are atrocious, nigga. Them bitches is apes. And I they- mean, hard apes, nigga. I mean, I, they walk on their knuckles. I, I, I'm said, and I mean this. Women that look like Beanie Siegel can whoop your ass. But women that cross over to that that life, right? That dark side, they're the scariest people. Cause, Man, because there's nothing that I, I don't know. There's because uh, anyone who can give life, right? But chooses to take life away, it is meaningless to them at that point. They yes. can just take you out, and they will. Whoosh, Cut you. It's, it's, I've seen some of these women that, in, in unfortunately, the business that I was in a long time. Some of the reasons why I wanted out of that business. I'm the type of broads drink icy hot chicks, dude. Women who can who have that, where they just see. I can't even explain it other than this. When a woman goes there, that's the scariest. A, a guy who's scary is scary. And, and there's nothing sexy about her. No. There's no glamour. It, the, the bitch, I'm telling you, got hair on her knuckles. All right. Um, two, you were raking over the coals, the people who didn't get what Chappelle was saying or the point he was making. I'm thinking you give too much cerebral credit to some of your listeners. They want a knee-slapping comic whose set is laced with profanity and fast food humor. They want Aries. Uh, they're not looking to be enlightened. They're looking to be entertained. And the saddest part of that is they'll never get it. They're missing so much, unfortunately. Three, um, I have so many questions for the LGBTQ community, but I know they would be a be be I know they would be intrusive. <clears throat> Excuse me. In the same way I would be offended if asked similar questions as a heterosexual. I can imagine the homosexual and I don't even at this juncture know if I can even use the term homosexual anymore would probably be offended also. But there are honestly some things I just don't quite understand. I get lost in the ever fluid vernacular of what is or is not appropriate or offensive. Andy and I just touched on this when he talked about words. I find myself not using any pronouns at all and simply calling the individual by name over and over again. Ad nauseum, <clears throat> I cried, shed a tear at the end of Chappelle's set, and I quite literally uh, had to rethink my opinions, plural, about gender reassessment, reassign, reassign, reassignment. Uh, trannies is that word offensive, and a few other ideas relative to the LGBTQ community. Thank you, Aries and Andy, for the thought-provoking conversations. P.S. I was watching a TV show where a physician was talking with two other physicians. One of the doctors was lesbian. When Dr. Gray asked if they were going to the conference, I had no idea as to whether she was referring to the one lesbian physician or they or referring to a team of physicians. I watched it a second time and I still don't know. Welcome to the party, pal. Yeah. Welcome to the minefield, man. The mental, verbal, minefield 
wherever you step and you hear a click, your ass is gone. Intentional or unintentional. Right. Um, and yeah, on your note about the, 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 the comedians, yeah, man, some people want it fast. They want it hot. They want it heavy. And they don't want anything to cost thought. Um, and, and here's what, again, I think is so amazing to me about Dave. He can give you fast food, but he, all, he can also give you that food to come with a violin in the background. And m- most motherfuckers can't do that. So I envy that because a lot of people can give you fast food, even though some of their fast food is garbage. But he can give you good fast food, the greasy shit. And he can also give you that, you know, Hey, Jack, I want a nice place, nice atmosphere. I want a violin, some mandolins. There's your goddamn dinner. Motherfucker. Hey, Jack, I'm hungry, man. All right, this is the last straw, man. You've been treating me like shit ever since I got out here. I'm hungry. I want to go to a nice place, nice atmosphere, some violins, some mandolins. That's the first time I heard the word mandolin and had ever wondered what it was since. You know what it is? It's like a violin, but a mandolin. It's more like a guitar. Okay. A a, a violin is a guitar with gay strings. (laughs) (sighs) I'm glad you cleared that up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Osiris Ruff. Um, <clears throat> what up, fellas? This is a two-parter. First, I just want to say shout out to Andy as a longtime listener. I just want to—I can feel myself sometimes with my voice starting out reading as Aries and just morphing into the next. <laughs> hey, what's up, fellas? Yeah, this is a two-parter. First, I just want to shout out. <laughs> I want to shout out to Andy as a longtime listener. I just want to say over the past few episodes, Andy has been on point. I don't know if he has been taking medicine or getting more blowjobs at home. No disrespect. (laughs) But when Andy is on point, and he puts in uh, bold letters, he is on point. But when he is not, he sounds like Porky the Pig stumbling through his sentences. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, Secondly, in regards to the most recent episode, I see both sides of the coin. I can see why members of the LGBTQ community will feel some type of way and feeling like Dave singled them out. Trans people in that special, uh, in that special, but as straight black men who isn't part of the group, I don't think it's my place to tell them what's funny to them and what's not. But let's be real. That shit was funny. <clears throat> I definitely don't agree with the idea of canceling Dave or boycotting him. But like I said, I'm looking at it from the perspective of a straight black male, similar to the Brother Islam episode where there would be a way to invite a trans person on to the podcast to possible to possible have a conversation about this. Uh, possibly, brother, $10 a lot of money. This might be a little strong, but as comedians, you guys have to protect the sanctity of comedy with the current climate. It is under attack, and you guys have said on the Enzyme episode, dialogue breeds understanding, which breeds empathy. And I think that's what's missing in society. As I do agree with a lot of what Dave has said, I don't agree with the dismissive type of attitude he has in regards to how he makes trans people feel. I didn't get that at all, man. But anyway, 
I'm not saying he has to make a special where he has an hour worth of material apologizing, but he kind of gives off the vibe of, I'm Dave Chappelle, and I don't have to even try to understand your perspective, but I'm a civilian, not a comedian, so my perspective is that of a spectator. I always say this when I email y'all, but again, keep up the good material, and you guys have been consistently kicking ass for a while. It makes me happy that you guys stuck with it, and now you guys have sponsors and a YouTube channel. As long as a long-time listener, it makes me feel like I was a part of the journey. And to see the growth and to see y'all winning, it makes me feel like I'm winning. Um, Dude, well, you are part of the journey, though. And thank you for listening. Yes, thank you. Now, let me slap you a little bit. Did you not pay attention to the special dog? At the end, the story with Daphne, how much more sincere could he have gotten in summing up how he feels? about the community while being honest enough with himself about trying to understand something he doesn't understand. And when he made that one point, I wish I could remember it exactly, where he said something and Daphne responded, I'm having a human experience. He said he didn't, under, he doesn't understand. He says, she said, I don't need you to understand. I don't need you to understand. He said, right. He said, I don't understand, which is a truthful, honest place that he's coming from because most of us don't and then when Daphne said I don't need you to understand I'm having a human experience did you not pay attention to that very important part like come on man watch the special again he didn't give off a vibe of I'm Dave not at all here's the other thing that I think it's missed in, in what Dave special because everybody's so focused again on the words and the, the it's how you surround yourself and who you surround yourself with and how you allow people to flow in and out of your life as Dave being who Dave is and what I know of Dave from just the people that I know around him not that I know Dave but from the people around him I can say that he he is open to all kinds of people in his circle. Right. And when we're focused on words and, and he's focused on humanity, when you're focused on uh, the community and not the individual, the, the community is fighting about words when he's actually embraced someone that the community tried to exile for defending Dave. Right. I mean, there's so much more to this, and we can really get into it. And I, 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 we spent a lot of time on the last episode, so I'm not going to go there. But, man, I didn't get that from Dave at all. I at all. He, had, he, he has an experience <coughs> with not – and, and this, is, this is the better way that I can look at it. He didn't have an experience with Daphne, the, the uh, person who's trans. He had an experience with a, someone who wanted to be a comedian that he felt – and when he asked her to come back and open and he was going to give her tips because he saw her light and her funniness. He saw the person, not the trans. We're defining people now by trans, gay, black, white. Where, what happened to humanity? What happened to humanness? And I, I know I'm, I'm coming from a Man, when I say that, I know that I'm opening something that people are going to come back and say, you can't say it that way because of all that's happened. But isn't that where we, as humans, as, as the human beings that we that's are. That's what binds us. That's who we are. And, and to keep just separating us by words, by skin color, by uh, geogra geography, 
man, we're humans. When it gets down to the core, we're humans. And I didn't see Dave trying to hurt another human. I saw Dave asking for understanding and asking for one community to make sure that they're looking out for the other community uh, in a way because they have moved through this quite quicker. I, I didn't get anything where I felt like he was being disrespectful or, or dude, let me tell you or dismissive. That's the word I want to use. You know how hard it is to do stand up comedy. However hard that is now, imagine trying to do it where you're dealing with a, a subject that is literally a minefield. You have to watch everything that comes out of your mouth, AKA everywhere you step, because the moment you step in that wrong spot, the moment you say that wrong thing, click, you're on a minefield. And to be able to masterfully do that and then make you feel emotion. Because a, a bunch of people said, yo, they, they teared up when he told that story. I said myself, I got close to it. I did. Do you know how fucking hard that is? And, there, and, and for the people who will dismiss that, guess what? They're just not smart enough to get it. They don't get it. All they, all they can eat is fast food. They can't appreciate a good veal cutlet with a Chianti. Fuck that. They're eating Pop-Tarts while other people are having breakfast. You know what I mean? You know, I, I, I said on Russell Peters' podcast when we were talking about rap and hip-hop with Big Daddy Kane and Lord Finesse, I said, yo, when people talk about great rappers, the reason why I put Nas up there is this motherfucker did a song called Rewind where he rapped backwards. He told a story and when you listen to it, it all tracks. He told a story from the end to the beginning and made it rhyme. And I said, dude, you know how hard it is to rap forwards? That's tough. Nigga did it backwards. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, yeah. Dave, Dave is a motherfucker, yo. He's a motherfucker. You know, but again, to for other people, and I'm saying this, we we happen to be comedians and we happen to see this maybe through a different lens because in music sometimes you listen to someone and and i can give you my my example uh de la soul i love their first album when it first came out me myself and i that that first big album on polygram or whatever it was did they finally got their rights back to their music more power to them uh and i love that album and then the next album came out and that's and saturday Saturday was that song, the hit song off that. And I heard that song and it didn't sound anything like them. It took me months before I went back and went, ah, they were just ahead. I was behind. Right. You know, that that song, that that song hit, but I wasn't ready for it because I was back in, you know, the old album. Right. That's how long ago it was. It was an album. So it was the old album. Or or, or as the East Coast person would say, a wrecking. A wrecking. Um, But I wasn't ready. They went, they, they are in the business. They went to that next level mm-hmm. ahead of regular people. And I mean that that way, regular people, people not in the music business. Right. We're in the comedy business. We're hearing Dave fucking play those notes. Mm-hmm. And I can't be mad at the people who haven't got it yet because it's hard to recognize something that is ahead of its time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, in that era of rap, when most dudes was going, uh, <laughs> Rakim, you know, 
microphone theme, you know. Now, I'm trying to remember music. I'm catching the Andy, but whether it was microphone fiend or... It's contagious. Yeah. Are you going to get a vaccine? Probably. Rakim was just ahead of his time. The way he flowed was was it wasn't so blocky. And I went to the store, I bought me some chips, and then I went back in because I forgot to dip. Uh, it was complex. Rakim was on another level. But and then to take this to another thought process for people who are listening who love Dave and, and they'll say that it's not, it's this isn't this is preachy, this is different. This if if Rakim would you would have heard him and he was doing that at the beginning, and then he would have went to the Rakim that we know. Right. We would have went. What what happened? That's not good. I don't like that. They would have judged it in that parallel thought because he was our. When you heard him, he was already at that level. Yeah. But if he if you would have heard him in doing that old school style, yeah, then you would have been off his game. You would have been like, ah, he's 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 not doing rap anymore. He's this isn't this isn't what I know. Well, this isn't what I well, love. Well, depending on who who you ask. There are people that say Dave ain't doing comedy no That's more. That's what I'm saying. Because he ain't the skinny killing them softly, Dave. That's what I'm saying. Right. This is someone who's, you heard what you liked, and he's taking it to a different place, and you haven't caught up yet. I'm I'm just going to say that, frankly. Anybody who doesn't hear Dave right now, you have not caught up. And some people can't catch up. And they won't. And that's fine. That's why they, get, they stay left behind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not everybody grows with you. Uh, Roger B, subject Biloxi. Hey, Magical Negro and the Spectacular Jew. <laughs> Sounds like a cartoon. <laughs> Does. Saturday morning cartoon. Now back to Hey, Magical Negro and Spectacular Jew. What is this, Velvet? Um, I just recently returned home from Mississippi, and how much dim was there is too true. I'm glad I left Mississippi when I was two. Love y'all nigglets. Peace. Roger Barkley. Yeah, niggas, it's, it's, it's stuck in... Uh, 1747. Um, Hector Constanzo. Uh, it's just big letters, man. It's not that much right. right. Uh, what's up, fellas? My name is Hector Andreas. Ah. Oh, there we go. Costanzo, Afro-Latino. Wish my name was a little more righteous, LOL. Long-time listener, first time writing in. Like a virgin. <sighs> Touched by the very... It's time. <sighs> uh, first and foremost, I'd like to say that y'all are the shit. Uh, the dynamic y'all have is like yin and yang. Andy, don't let these cocksuckers get on your nerves. If they can't see and appreciate your thought or not appreciate it without understanding that it's two different perspectives coming together to give birth to this podcast, then fuck them. LOL. Second. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Oh no! Once <laughs> you mention the giving the birth, I always think of the black babies, the black olives, the black cherries with the juice. But now I think about the relationship interracially between the Jew and the black man, and it's a black cherry, but not with juice, but with juice. A black baby filled with Jew juice. Oh my God, I can see the coming together of the smell of the Afro sheen and the gilda fish. It's a fishy cocoa butter. It's a fishy cocoa butter that slides down your abdomen 
down the crevice of your V-shaped six-pack and then tangles within the juices and the hairs of your black male strong penis, but uncircumcised like the chewy turtleneck that they wears. I am... Yes, Uh, second, Aries, you are absolutely <laughs> right. Except I didn't like how you sounded like Dick Gregory in his later years in the last five minutes on episode 296, explaining to Andy why listeners should listen from the beginning, LOL. I sound like Dick Gregory. <laughs> Tim, you did. Oh, man. I started listening to the podcast from the very first episode and never listened to any new ones because just like a TV series... Uh, why the fuck would you jump in on third season when you don't even know what the fuck happened in the first one, as well as missing out on character development, etc.? Andy, to put it in perspective, it's like jumping in the middle of a telenova. Tele, tele, telenovela. Telenovela. I can never say that right, but you can. And it's That's the, it's the only one Spanish that I get. It's the only okay. one I get. Your grandma's been watching for six months and she tells you to shut the fuck up because she can't hear what's going on when you start asking her about it out of nowhere while she's watching it. Not to mention that you'll actually uh, that you'll actually appreciate the new intro since it's filled with a bunch of jokes and punchlines. I admit it. I admit it was killing me not to listen ahead, but the quality of the jokes and the content just wouldn't let me cheat myself out of some good-ass man food podcast. Aries, I've been watching you and Godfrey since I migrated from the DR to NYC, and both y'all motherfuckers kill me, but you're... But you... But... You hands down knock the impressions out of the fucking park. He's great, but you have an attention to detail that's fucking untouchable. <clears throat> I would love to weigh in on some of the Spanish issues that y'all talk about, but I don't feel like I'm, but I don't because I feel like the angry nigga in me might come out defending the Latino side, LOL. Anyways, I'm trying to get tickets to the Orlando show. Hopefully you motherfuckers ain't sold out. I've been waiting years to see your ass in person. P.S. I might get a $10 a lot of money for this because I wrote it on my way to work on my phone. Whoever don't like the Sopranos can eat a dick. <laughs> Thank you, papi. Um, <laughs> hey, man, hit me up in, on my Instagram in my DM uh, next week. Let me know it's you. Remind, remind me you wrote the email and let me know how many tickets you want. And I got you, papi. So you got to be authentic, though. You got to send in an email. You don't ask for shit. And then you might get some shit. But you got to send in emails. We got lots of listeners. Yeah. And some of you people even... I've even heard people say, you, you you respond to the same people a lot of times. Because they write in. And and did, did loyal. Man, I'm telling you, loyalty goes, goes a, long, a long fucking way with me, man. Shit. I got a lot of friends. I almost repeated what you said again. I don't want to piss off uh, whoever mm. that dude was. Say, I got a lot of friends. I got a lot of friends. I don't. Um, this is my first email. You are welcome because I found it for y'all. Read me or not. At find me 007 Nirvana. Well, all right. You put this much energy into this. Um, hit me up about this one about the email. Oh, okay. Stay hit you up? Yeah. Oh, really? So you know this. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Hello, Spears and Steinberg. How the fuck are you two? My name is Nirvana. But you may know me better. You may uh, you know me better as Find Me 007 from Instagram. Oh, I think I do know who this is. Yeah. Motherfucker got the uh the horse. Yep. Yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, just a heads up. 
Uh, this email might be long. I think this motherfucker also be sending me some great booty and titty videos of bitches uh, twerking. Ooh, boy. Like, I be going through my shit and I see this motherfucker and I click on. Next thing I know, my dick is like, celebration time. Come on. All right. Uh, first, uh, thanks, Andy, for my shirt that you and Aries signed. $10, a lot of money. And the other one go on the other... Uh, and the other one for my friend. My friend repeat, re- really appreciated. Jesus, come on, Aries, get it together. The shirts came in record time. Um, thanks goes out to you, Aries, for making me love the crack. The podcast is the first one I ever listened to, and so far the only one. That's right, bitch. You better stay loyal. Otherwise, I'm going to come to your house, slap the shit out you while you got a spoonful of uh, cookie crisp in your mouth, and you get milk all over the wall. <laughs> Uh, you were right, and I'm hooked like shit. Um, the podcast is informative. I even learned about Patrice O'Neill and many others and many things. Aries, I did listen and paid attention to detail and started from the start all the way up to episode 293. It was hard to do and very much an emotional roller coaster. See what I'm saying? But take the ride. That's what a roller coaster is supposed to do. It's a ride. This is nice. That's the next part. Oh, shit. He's in your favor, huh? No, no, no. This is me. I hated you, Aries, and wanted your head on a platter. Uh, Andy can confirm this for even parting your lips to say you would cancel the podcast with Andy. Damn, son. I was livid when I got to that part because you sent me to the crack. Um, I got hooked and tried to take the... You got... I got hooked and tried to take... You tried to take the crack away. Andy promised me things... Uh, have changed and encouraged me to keep listening. I will not lie. It took a week or so to start again because I was still upset. I just, I just, I just hate starting things and no follow through. Blue Magic. It's like Pepsi. That's a brand name. And they know that even if they know me more than the chairman of General Mills. Um, man, I was happy that I kept going and that you two sons of bitches worked that shit out. Anyways, please, uh, anyways, please keep up the great work. What you do, you two are doing, and I can't wait until you both come to DC, which is in February. By the way, I was not joking. Fuck Triple D. I think this is the name of the show: Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives. You have to try the restaurant Kitchen Cray on H Street. Everything there is good. I am your personal mouthpiece due to me shouting the podcast out to everyone I know and introducing them to the crack I have come to love. See, I got my bitches on the street doing what they got to do. To spread this narcotic. Um, my birthday is October 26th. Oh, is it? it where, where are we? Where, uh, where are we? That's we're going to be. No, no, no. I mean, today's date. Is uh, this birth? No, today it's the 24th. Okay, two days. Two Tuesdays, yeah. Tuesday. Oh, happy. Oh, shit. Okay. Happy by the birthday. Time, Big shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, yeah. This is belated. It's belated by two days, but we, yes. we thought about you before your birthday. So we, we, we before and after your birthday. See that? We like Christ. Uh, and I can't wait. Andy, remember you said you may try to attend my party on October 23rd? You told him that? I, I was going to go, but I we have a date. Oh. We're uh, well, that's, we're here right now. We're here right oh, now. okay. Yeah, yeah. And if you do, yay he, yay he. Aries, don't worry. I proofread my... Uh, uh, proofed. Look, he see? This way fucked up. Look. I proofed. Is that a real word? Proof? Did he mean to say I proofread my email? He proofed? Proofed. You can proofed say proofed. ain't a real word. 
think you could say approved. I approved. Look up proof, nigga. Oh, your phone is right there. Yeah. That ain't no real. Hold up. Proofed. <laughs> is proofed a real word? Here's what I found. Yeah, that shit don't even show. Proved. Proved. It said proofread. I proofed my email. Damn, you were smart and then got dumb on the just before you got out the exit door. It's like the cops was chasing you, nigga, and you almost lost them, but you stopped to tie your shoe. That's why you got caught, nigga. Proofed. Ten dollar a lot of you, nigga. <laughs> you had the right not to be tortured. Those same rights you took away from Tariq Shaney. Huh? All right, one more. We got time for one more. One more. I'll make it short. I mean, we got to get ready to go to the show. I mean, we got an hour before we got to, to go put some water across it. Uh, but that was from Donald Boys. I got read one from him. Let me go from somebody else. Uh, Terry Boatwright. Uh, just looking at the short ones real quick. I just want to, oh, Rand Foots, nigga, we're going to read you next week because I know some niggas is tired of you popping in and out of the woods. All right. Um, all right, fuck it, I'll read. Uh, now, Terry Boatwright. Yeah, you already said his name. Then it's yeah, unfair right. of you not to read it. You know what I mean? Uh, Terry Boatwright. Hey, fellas. I think I missed a show where you both were in Indianapolis. I'll try to keep up with your schedule more so when you're in the Midwest. <gasps> oh. Ooh, I love it when you talk dirty to me. Come get your mad ass in this pool with me. Remember where that's from? It's Eddie Murphy in um, yeah, Beverly Hills Cop. Cop. Yeah, Damn. that's two, right? Yeah, yeah, two. Yeah, okay. That's when they, when, they, when they come to the house that he's... Uh, he... How fuck can you sell a house? This is my uncle's house. <laughs> Look, man, would you get in the pool, man? Look, the titties, orange juice, potty time. Axel, you've stolen his house. Now I want you out of this pool and out of his house in seven goddamn minutes. Well, I love when you talk dirty to me. Come get your mad ass in this pool with me. All right. Um, sometimes, sometimes the brain works. Sometimes I remember yeah, Sometimes, you know, sometimes you get up and go to work. If I don't think about it, it works. The second I think, where was that from? And it's over. It's over. Uh, wondering if you both have seen The Closer by Chappelle and what you both think. I'm watching it as of Tuesday night, October 11th. Love what you have, uh, love that you have a podcast twice a week. I look forward to them. As I end, what's the story with the white towel? Surely no reverence for Coach John Thompson. Peace and safe travels. Uh, actually, I, I attended a, a game one time that Coach Thompson was uh, coaching. And um, I remember when the game was over, as he was leaving the court, he slipped on a little bit of sweat, and I caught him. And, but I didn't catch him, catch him. I had a towel on my shoulder, and I wrapped it around his neck, and I caught him by the neck before he hit the ground. And then he was like, oh, shit, you have a towel too? And we the towel brothers. <laughs> what was the joke? You told me the joke that someone... Uh... You know when it's hot outside? Or oh, what? no, go ahead. No, I don't remember that. I, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, 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 oh. Uh, you know it's officially summer in New York when it's fat nigga towel season. Because <laughs> fat niggas carry towels, so when it's hot, they don't be dripped in sweat. They constantly dab their face. And that's not relegated to a fat nigga. A lot of niggas do that. That's mainly an East Coast thing. But a lot of niggas do that. Skinny buff niggas do that too. Because it's hard to get a bitch phone number 
when your face look like you've been bobbing in apples, bobbing for apples, nigga. So you want to keep sexy even during the heat. <laughs> when you're a Snickers bar, is that what you wet? <laughs> wet Snickers bar. bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you like that one? Yeah, dude. That yeah, I wasn't expecting a candy correlation. I wasn't putting <laughs> right, that together, right, you, right. dude. You say some shit that doesn't even sound like it's gonna go, and by the time it comes out, it makes sense. I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> Understand? But I do hope when you're hearing this, Nirvana. The nigga's a, ge- a genius there, eat it. He's a genius, eat it. He's a nigga, he's a nigga genius, eat it. Stifle yourself. <laughs> I want a big shout out to Nirvana, though. Make sure that you had a good birthday. Uh, I'm sorry I wasn't, making it, wasn't able to make it out. As you can hear, I'm in West Palm Beach right now, sitting next to Aries. Uh, and you're going to be hearing this on the 28th. But again, I know that's two days after your birthday, but happy Birthday. Happy birthday, dude. Uh, we're going to do you something. What's a check? You come, huh? What's a check? Yeah, look at look her up. What? Look her up on your phone. Okay, well then fuck it. I was going to say if you were a dude, I was going to say for your birthday. But still, we could still do it. Bring a couple of bitches around. <laughs> everybody pull their shirts off. Titties for everybody. Right, we got coming up. You gave out the dates just now, right? Yeah, uh, no, I didn't. Let me. Oh, we're gonna. You're hearing this. Uh, we're in. Or, or we're in Orlando. Uh, and someone said they're coming out, right? You just. You just read the. Uh, yes. Out. Uh, as always, uh, Spearsburg Pod, Instagram, Spearsburg Pod, Patreon, Spearsburg Pod, YouTube, Spearsburg Pod, Instagram, and Twitter. Spearsburg Pod Pod. Yeah. Uh, Orlando, the 29th and 30th. So you'll be listening to this the day before. Then we're on Ontario, California, to the yes. improv, the 4th, 5th, oh, and 6th, and 7th. We'll be doing six shows out there. So please come out. Then on the uh, 18th, I'll be at West Nyack, one night only. That's a Thursday. And then Aries and I are at Laugh Boston, the 28th and 29th of November. So come on out. Boston. Uh, also, someone just said something about Indianapolis. Listen, I'll be in Indianapolis. I'm recording my DVD on the 8th of February, I believe is what it is. So, and he's recording a special, yo. It's a DVD. It's not special. Oh. Like, you had specials. Someone's just coming oh. out with equipment and letting me have a... Some shoot some shit. Shoot like some a shit. demo tape. Yeah, I, I'm, right. I'm, 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 it's a, I'm a demo. I'm, I'm, uh, it's my demo to be a comedian. You got the touch. <laughs> You got the fire. That sounds like a YP, not a UP. Okay. Oh, that was on the other night, Boogie Nights. Dude, that is what... That is one of the greatest the, movies, man. One of the greatest fucking movies, man. Oh, one of the greatest movies. All right. Um, coming up. Harold James music. Song is called What You Think. Uh, Instagram is at... She loves my hustle, spelled S H E L O V E S M Y H U S T L E. I was referred to you by my friend at Big Brad World, who owns a comedy club, Laugh Lines, in Denver. Oh, nice. So, Harold James, y'all, uh, She Loves My Hustle is his Instagram. The song is called What You Think. Enjoy. Don't think, Axel, it makes my dick itch. Don't 
don't give a fuck about what you think. Don't give a fuck about what you think. Your two cents don't help my bank. Your two cents don't help my bank. I know I will, you think I ain't. I know I will, you think I ain't. I'm on that drink, I'm on that stank. I'm on that drink, I'm on that stank. Don't give a fuck about what you think. Give a fuck about what you think. Your two cents don't help my bank. Your two cents don't help my bank. I know I will, you think I ain't. I know I will, you think I ain't. I'm on that drink, I'm on that stank. I'm on that drink, I'm on that stank. Don't give a fuck about what you think. I got shit to do. Hustling is a ritual. When it come to making money, bitch, I'm a bitch. My income is residual. Being broke is pitiful. Feeling hospitable. Smoking on that medical. I'm in her mouth like edibles. High as a Birkin go. Hotter than a fur coat. Chain look like a lightning bolt. Took that money somersault. Never take the summer off. Grab a bottle, pop a cork. Haters always throwing salt. Ride around in a doff. Out of town in a loft. Give a dick like a horse. Sipping drink like it's broth. I'm a body. I fuck the cost, cut from a hustler's cloth. Woke up and I had a choice. Don't give a fuck about what you think. Don't give a fuck about what you think. Your two cents don't help my bank. Your two cents don't help my bank. I know I will, you think I ain't. I know I will, you think I ain't. I'm on that drink, I'm on that stank. I'm on that drink, I'm on that stank. Don't give a fuck about what you think. Give a fuck about what you think. Your two cents don't help my bank. Your two cents don't help my bank. I know I will, you think I ain't. I know I will, you think I ain't. I'm on that drink, I'm on that stank. I'm on that drink, I'm on that stank. Don't give a fuck. I took a different route. Shout out to my bank account. Fuck the fame and the clout. Keep the green like Brussels sprouts. Bands, we just bust them out. Cigars always gutted out. Nugs, biggest tater tot. Watch, I'ma flood it out. Green look like Epcot. Money is the mascot. Always keep a stash spot. Something fine with an ass out. She on my neck like an ascot. Thanks for listening to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. If you'd like to know who's responsible for this shit, well, it was hosted by Ari Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer, Big Papa, Robert Kelly, and Matt Klein-Schmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information on where to find us on the internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. But just cause you say it with conviction, it don't mean shit to me! Don't you think you're being kind of hard on the guy? You go fuck yourself, convict!